today on The One Upbeat. We conclude our journey through 1996 by going through the year one more time and doing a couple more new series, N64 launch window games, and other favorites. You'll hear music from Kohei Tanaka, Masahiro Ando, and more. Thanks for joining us today as we finish up our massive journey through 1996 in game music. We're going to focus on some more obscure or slightly lesser known series here, at least for some. We're going to go in date order again, and interestingly, as we do that, we start with the second half of the year with a lesser known Nintendo 64 launch title. In the West, you got a grand total of two Nintendo 64 launch titles, Super Mario 64 and Pilot Wings 64. If you were in Japan, you got three. The mysterious third launch title in Japan is a game called Saikyo Habu Shogi. Shogi is a Japanese version of chess, the most popular alternative version in Japan. The Habu part of the title refers to the game's star, Yoshiharu Habu, who became a professional Shogi player at age 15 and won all seven major Shogi championships in 1996. There's really not much else notable about the game besides the fact that it was the first Nintendo 64 game to use the memory pack accessory. Really exciting stuff, huh? The game would get a sequel two years later called Morita Shogi 64, where Saikyo Hapu Shogi was the first to use the memory card. Morita Shogi 64 had an RJ11 modem connection port built into the top of the cartridge, allowing you to play Shogi online with others in Japan. Google a picture of the cartridge, it's pretty weird. Saikyo Habu Shogi's music is pretty standard game music, but really catchy too, par for the course for game music at that time. I can't find the composer for the game. I'm assuming there are credits in the game somewhere, but with my lack of Japanese knowledge, I can't find it. There's also a surprising lack of information on the game online. Yeah, it's not the most popular game, but you'd think they would be more written on one of the only three Nintendo 64 launch titles. Anyway, here's music from Saikyo Habu Shogi.
The first entry in the Star Ocean series premiered on July 19, 1996. Star Ocean would go on to span a series of four more main series games, and a fifth just announced within the last few weeks before this recording, scheduled to release in 2022. Star Ocean is a classic JRPG series by Triace, their very first game. The crew that formed Triace did so after disputes during development of the first game in the Tales series, Tales of Fantasia. Triace continues to develop the Star Ocean series to this day. Just as he is for most of the Tales series, legendary composer Motoi Sakuraba is composer on every Star Ocean game. The music has a sort of orchestral progressive rock sound to it, not too dissimilar to some tracks on the old Uematsu Final Fantasy games, but Sakuraba leans more into it in Star Ocean. We're going to play music from Star Ocean now, composed by Motoi Sakuraba.
APM Music offers limitless potential for your creative content. No matter the genre or mood, all the music you need is on one platform. And you don't have to worry about licensing. APM's got that covered. Need help finding the perfect track? APM's dedicated music directors can deliver curated options designed specifically for your creative vision. APM's website uses best-in-class search technology, so finding the perfect track is easier than ever. Find your sound at apmmusic.com. We've talked on the show before about Kohei Tanaka's Sakura War soundtrack. I'm sure most people don't realize that the series began in 1996 for the Sega Saturn. It's not that uncommon today to have a couple different genres mashed up together, but at the time, the idea of making a tactical role-playing game mashed up with a dating sim and visual novel in the style of a stage play and weekly anime was something that had never been done before. 
Of course, no one could argue that it hasn't been done since, and that's what makes Sakura Wars special. But I'm more talking about the crazy mashup of different styles. And what do you know? It worked. Any super obscure mashup of genres and styles is going to take a long time to ramp up, but Sakura Wars gained more and more in popularity over the 25 years since its inception, leading to the most recent game, a soft reboot in 2019. Only the recent reboot and the previous game in the series were released in the West, the obvious reason being that gamers weren't as open-minded to such a japanese game at the time. By the end of the early 2000s, gamers were starting to get more used to a more authentic Japanese style in video games. Kohei Tanaka is a master composer, as we've discussed before, writing for numerous anime and a good number of games at this point. It's appropriate that he's a celebrated composer in all media. We have another appearance by our friends at Jagmo, this time playing a medley of music from Sakura Wars, so let's take a listen. Thank you. 
Normally, my excuse for not having played a known game is that I'm not an RPG guy, which I'm not, but I think I get a little more excusing for missing out on this series, considering that for a long time it wasn't available at all in the West. The first game was from 1995, with a sequel released the following year, which we'll focus on musically here. After the third game's release in 1999, Westerners would have to wait another three years for Ark the Lad Collection to be released for PlayStation 1. I'm sure I'm not the only one who missed a PlayStation 1 release in 2002, since the PlayStation 2 had already been hogging all the attention for two years at that point. The music from Ark the Lad is that classic grand adventure music you'd expect from 90s RPGs. In this case, a tactical RPG. The great adventure scores of gaming were really centered around this time period. They're truly the epics of the genre and have the scores to match it. Composer Masahiro Ando's music is inspiring, powerful, and stirring. The main theme from Ark the Lad 2 is fully orchestrated in the game. That's obviously a huge deal in 1996. It was performed by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra under the direction of Harry Rabinowitz. The rest of the score isn't orchestrated, but we have a fantastic medley performed, once again, our friends are back, Jagmo. We've featured them a number of times now, but I'm sure you're not tired of them yet. Here's a medley of the music from Ark the Lad 2, composed by Masahiro Ando, and performed by the Japan Game Music Orchestra.
Squaresoft notoriously skipped over the entirety of the Nintendo 64 generation, opting for supporting Sony's PlayStation and pulling away tons of classic RPG series from a Nintendo console and making them into PlayStation mainstays. It has since evened out a bit, though the RPG genre's comfort with PlayStation consoles is still prominent to this day, and you'll get a new big-name RPG on Nintendo and PlayStation in most cases. Before the merger in 2003, Enix wasn't that much different. In 1996, Enix released one game for the Nintendo 64, its second to last for the console. The game was called Wonder Project J2. Wonder Project J2 was a sequel to the 1994 Super Famicom game Wonder Project J. It's a sort of almost a point-and-click game. It's often described as a life simulator. The story follows Josette, the robot girl creation of Dr. Geppetto, as he learns about the world around her via player interaction and later goes on to have a more involved plot involving the locations around her. It's got a great style and was one of those rare cases of a completely 2D Nintendo 64 game, which I never appreciated at the time, but much more at the end of the Nintendo 64 and as it's gone further and further away in memory. The music for the game, just like the first game, was by composer Akihito Mori. Mori only wrote music for a few years from the mid to late 90s before dying supposedly of stomach cancer at age 32. The game got a soundtrack CD a few months after the game's release with four arranged tracks to start the program. The arranged tracks really aren't great though. It's one of those cases where an old game soundtrack has a arranged section, but it's just slightly higher quality synth orchestra sounds than the game has. The rest of the soundtrack is charming though, and we'll play it now. Here's music from Wonder Project J2, with music by ha Akihi Mori.
And it all comes down to this. It's kind of nice that we're going in date order, as mentioned at the top, and I happen to be writing this section, the script at least, on the game's actual 25th anniversary. Though it's not the last game chronologically out of the four shows that title so far has gone to, Mario Kart 64, it's the second to last on the list. So on December 6th, 1996, a strange, unsuspecting game named Parappa the Rapper was released for the PlayStation. Parappa is a music game, but also something like a storybook. It was created by Masaya Matsurua, who wasn't a huge fan of being in music videos himself in his band, so he was looking for other ways of expressing himself musically. This quickly got him involved in music software. The development of the game started before the release of the PlayStation and went on for a long time, as it was sorted out how the game would work. What we ended up with was a beautiful game with style, unforgettable music, and while not that long at all, was the perfect length for what it was. Parappa the Rappa is a game that comes from a time when every game didn't have to be this massive blockbuster with three core modes, extra minigames, online multiplayer, and tons of customization to be a success. It was that success that allowed the game to come to the West, despite its quirky style. Parappa the Rapper is a classic, and as it celebrated its 25th anniversary this year, it will be remembered for far longer than another incomplete mess that cost hundreds of millions to develop from EA or Activision. So let's listen to some music. I was originally going to play mu music from a concert called Game Symphony Japan 23rd Concert Japan Studio Music Festival 2017 for PlayStation. Yeah, that's the name covering many PlayStation exclusives by the Japanese studios. The arrangement they have for Parappa is pretty cool, but they don't hold a candle to the original versions, so we'll play those instead. So, that'll do it for me here after this long journey through 1996. The amazing thing is that just this just covers the highlights from the year. There are a bunch more games to discover, and it's worth doing your own research to see how impactful the year was in gaming. I figured four episodes was pushing it as it is, so even more would be kind of outrageous. Anyway, thanks for joining me. And if you somehow made it through the whole thing and enjoyed it, that's great. Thank you. Here's highlights from the original soundtrack of Parappa the Rapper, with music by Masaya Matsuya, Tuttle and Dynamo Laboratory, Yoshihishi Suzuki, and Rodney A. Greenblatt. All in the mind. If you wanna test me, I'm sure you'll find the things I'll teach you. Be sure to teach you. Nevertheless, you'll get a lesson from teacher. Now kick, kick, punch, punch, jump, tap, block, block. Once more, now kick, kick, punch, punch, jump, tap, and block, block. Don't get cocky. It's gonna get rocky. We're gonna move down to the next jump. Now duck. Stop.
I've been working here since my mama was a baby Just because the rhythm is slow That don't mean that you can't flow In the rain or in the snow In the rain or in the snow Got to got the funky flow Got to got the funky flow In the rain or in the snow In the rain or in the snow Got to got the funky flow Got to got the funky flow All you ever need is to be nice and friendly All you ever need is to be nice and friendly All you ever need is to be nice and friendly All you ever need is to be nice and friendly Remember, strike it rich, the key is low Chicken in the 
kitchen is making all the sound. The cake is done while we were sitting around. All we gotta do is apply the final touches. All we gotta do is apply the final touches. Take off the shrimp, the clam, and the perches. Take off the shrimp, the clam, and the perches. The perch goes here, the clam goes there. The perch goes here, the clam goes there. The little tiny shrimps just go everywhere. The little tiny shrimps just go everywhere. Whatever you like's in the middle, fiddle. Whatever you like's in the middle, fiddle. Seafood cake comes just like the riddle. Seafood cake comes just like the riddle. Okay, okay, that wasn't so hard, was it? I need to go, just as bad as you. What I had this morning, I don't even wanna say to you. Kick, punch, turn, and chop the door. Kick, punch, turn, and chop the door. Or I will fall to the floor. Or I will fall to the floor. Kick, punch, turn, and chop the door. Kick, punch, turn, chop the door. Or I will fall to the floor. Or I will fall to the floor. He just gets up and begins. It ain't no problem for the man. But I would do it like. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not done here yet. We still have one more game to talk about. I'm going to admit, I forgot that it was a 1996 game. Um, Wild Arms is a game for the PlayStation by Sony Computer Entertainment. It comes out on December 20th, 1996, which would technically make it the last game on this list chronologically. There's an argument that could be made that you could uh, you know, overlook it maybe. It's a pretty niche game, um, very popular for the people that loved it, but still pretty niche. But you know, when you listen to the music again, it's just undeniably good. So we're doing a little unscripted extra here, adding in Wild Arms. Um, I think the music will speak for itself, and we're just going to squeeze it in here at the end as a little seventh game in the fourth episode. But with that, we've made it to 25 games from 25 years ago in this series of episodes. So I hope you at least enjoy the consistency. The game's music is done by Michiko Naruke, and she also did the next games in the series up until I believe the fourth um, you'll hear a really great blend of um, games like sort of synth music with real instruments added in there too and it gives this really great authentic quality to the music it's a technique that's used a lot more in games these days compared to 25 years ago so it's really ahead of its time the game itself is really cool it's a sort of western RPG, not, you know, made in the West, but a Western genre where most games were fantasy. This is um, something a little different. And, you know, for that reason, it's a lot of people's favorites. I think the music will speak for itself again. A little unscripted here, but hopefully you appreciate the effort. Here's music from Wild Arms by Michiko Naruke.
Thank you for tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burton for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the show, and to David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's intro music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Sound Radio on Twitter, at Cinematic Sound on Facebook, and from wherever you're listening to us today, please leave us a five-star rating and a positive review. Reviews help introduce potential new listeners to the show. While you're at it, head over to TeePublic to find yourself a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt and support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash cinematicsoundradio. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>